Uh, hi, folks. Uh, we have a letter show this week, and I do not currently have any content warnings. If I need to, I'll come back and re-record this later. If you're hearing this, that means I didn't. Uh, also, we live in a house with pets. One of whom is trying to climb into my lap. Yes, you are, hound. And Ernie is right next to her. So, yes. um, and hi. Sergey's been a bit of a shit today, so there may be crashing and swearing. Oh, nope, hound, hound, no, not, not the lap. That finishes out the warnings with, we swear if it wasn't obvious. Yes, who's a good hound? Hound never <laughs> swears. Hound never swears, but we do. Yes, so. sometimes at hound. Although not often, because more, hound is perfect, except when she eats poop. More, more Sergi swearing, but... Yeah, hi, hi. So... Hound, one of the, 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 the office ball, yoga ball thing I'm sitting on was not meant to accommodate a human and a hound. So, hi, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 186. She really is up in your grill, isn't she? Yes, we yes. are very beautiful and very needy. Right I'll now. take her out at the break. She, she may just feel <laughs> that she needs to go outside. I don't know. Well, Ernie's not whining and jumping up and down. Ernie is actually our alert system for Lacey has to go outside. Yes, it's he interesting. Gets, he gets very upset when she has to go because she's just like, I'm not going to bother the humans right now. It's fine. I uh, Okay, you're assigning a lot. Hound, don't put your nose in the microphone. Uh, you're assigning a lot of altruism to Hound. I think Hound <laughs> is doing the thing where you're like asleep where you're lying in bed and you're almost asleep but you also realize you have to pee and you try to convince yourself that it's not bad enough to wake up even though you know that if you don't you're just going to wake up in like two hours and really have to go yeah so i think hound is just like oh, i'll just go to sleep until i'm dying i mean and often yeah. she's actively snoring in a sleep when he's like hey she's got to go so yeah I don't know. well dogs are you know they talk about the vaunted sensitivity of animals. Um, hounds are not. <laughs> hounds are not. Uh, we had an earthquake. Hounds, I believe, slept through it. Yeah. But it is possible that some dogs can sense seizures, some can sense low blood uh, sugar. Ernie can sense hounds bladder filling. Okay. That's that's the thing. Most useless yeah. assistance dog ever. So I had a busy week in relating to productivity alchemy. In the in the last, I want to say, where are we now? It's the tenth. So in the last ten days, I've done one, two, three, four, four interviews with a fifth on Saturday and a sixth on Monday. If there's any thumping noises, people, that is the microphone ramming into Hound's nose because Hound has decided she is now a guest. Yes. On on Productivity Alchemy. Hound, how do you stay productive? She's like, I sleep a lot. Don't we all? I, I don't know what her productivity looks like. She well, eats, she sleeps, she poops. She is it's a great life and, and she's petted. Yes. And is beautiful. And we would provide, it, honestly, everything provides mental stimulation to Hound because Hound is not very bright. So Fair. Hound's enrichment activities can consist of things like a wall or Which a they pillow. Have. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've, I've had a busy week. Yes. With lots of interviews. I have, um, like, I have, I'm looking at my schedule and I have all the slots filled until the middle of April. Uh, 
gearing towards, I guess, um, episode 200. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I've got openings for episodes 196, 97, and 98, and 99, uh, which is kind of amazing. But uh, some great conversations. I can't wait to share them starting next week, and we'll get there. Uh, but like I said, this week is a letter show, and I've had one of those weeks at work where it was, um, here's the thing, all right, going to go do a lot of effort on it, and now it's sort of like back in the in the wait. So, you know, picking up little things here and there. Yep, yep. Uh, but the big stuff is coming, and I can see it, like, <laughs> we're starting to actually do uh, a little better future planning, uh, which is important oh, in yeah. an organization like mine where we, we will have goals and, and we can't be reactive all the time. And so uh, it's really important to start looking at that and kind of start allocating people um, and figure out who's going to be working on what as this current round of things wraps up. So, and I already have sort of like an idea as to what I'm going to be staring at, which is nice. It's nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's all that. Uh, how has your week been? Uh, actually, fairly productive. I uh, uh, my back is still giving me trouble, which is really aggravating. But I've been making a lot of word count, and uh, even on stuff that uh, I have to make word count on, like let me check my handy to done list. <laughs> and so far. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I, you know, like I'm averaging 1300 words a day sometimes uh uh and then yesterday and today I was well over 2000. So, oh, nice. you know, like nice. uh I was nearly 3000 yesterday and mm -hmm. Uh, some of it is on the the book that you know I have an actual contract for, and some this of is it important. is on another project that <laughs> seized me that I'm like, oh, I should work on that. Yeah. I did get some sort of disappointing news that the release on one of my books is that was going to come out in fall of this year is actually being pushed to uh, the beginning of next year, and that is annoying because that means I have no uh, traditionally published books out this year. I have to self-publish everything, and that's that wouldn't be a big deal necessarily right because of course you know i i like to self-publish books except that uh while i do have a book that i am just waiting on the last bit of copy edits and uh will hopefully come out at the end of this month i have the small problem of i don't have the next book finished <laughs> and while I can get the next book finished, like the summer book I sort of had plans for. Right. And it's a novella, or at least a short novel. It's like at least probably half done. I can totally get that done while also writing the book that I have to write that is due in four months. Uh, after that, I'm kind of like, I have nothing. Because the next book that I was going to do after that... I've written maybe 2,000 words on. I have a vague idea of yeah, what happens, yeah. but... Uh, and, like, the next one is a... a uh, the one that comes out this month is is one of the, the Paladin romances. The next short novel or novella, Paladin romance, after that, uh, yeah, the next Paladin romance is barely 2,000 words along. So I'm like, okay, um... Do I have anything else that is much farther along that I can, <laughs> you know, finish up and release? And uh, 
I have one, but it's currently in limbo because of uh, because publishing houses are like that. If that one came free, I would publish it in a heartbeat. Yep. Um, but I don't know if it's going to. Uh, I have you know various projects that are a little ways along, and I look at them and go. Oh God, this is incredibly silly and no one will want to read it. And so I'm kind of dithering over what happens next. And this wasn't really a problem until suddenly I had to have a book out in fall. And the other thing is because I am still writing books rather furiously for this publication contract that will then be out in like, you know, three years from now. Right, right. Uh, or I guess this one would be out, uh, Two years? Next, uh, I think this one will be out next year. Okay. Uh, I have very rapid turnarounds on those because the publisher knows that I write very fast. It is like, <laughs> uh, we have no problem accommodating this. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's all very, very. It's all very, very, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I'll scream and turn around and try to finish the one horror novel that I thought was going to be on hold for years that maybe won't be, or I don't know what it's yeah. everything is. Everything is madness and screaming. Um, but you don't have to die in a ditch next to Walmart at the moment. I do not have to die in a ditch next to Walmart. I am you... a little worried about next year because if I wind up with three traditionally published books coming out next year, mm -hmm. I don't. I I literally do not know where I am going to slide my self pub in there. Oh yeah, and, yeah. We have to figure out timing around that. Yeah, right? yeah. And so I have to go in and rejigger the schedules, and I had we we had we had jiggered rejiggered it. You know, we we had it all set up. It was fine. Uh, I knew exactly where I was going to self pub each book, and then that has changed and now I don't. And so I have to go back in. I basically have to get a new publication schedule out of the publisher, go in, figure out where to slide the self pub books because mathematically I live on the self pub books. Like those are the, yeah. the, the day to day uh, bread and butter. They pay the rent. Uh, it's lovely when I get the big advance on a, mm -hmm. uh, a other book, but or on a, on a, you know, big publisher book, but, it's a wad of money, and then I will not see anything from that book for years. Yeah, like, I mean, and that's that's one of the things that people don't really realize about publishing, traditional publishing a lot of the time, Yeah, is, you know, you get a lump, and then you, or maybe you get three lumps based on turning things in and release days and things like that, but then that's it until... Until earns out until the book earns out and if the book doesn't earn out you never see another dime yeah and if the book does maybe you'll see that dime in two or three years when exactly all the accounting and everything else and, and it's it's frustrating because i have written uh and the thing is i don't really mind the fact that i have written books that because of the schedule will not be out for three years at this point that doesn't like bother me because I got paid to write the book yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's not like I, because uh, I just assume that a book never earns out. Like it's the only way to, <laughs> yeah. to go through life. You know, don't rely on any money. So as far as I'm concerned, I got paid for the book. What they do with it now is their problem. And everything that happens, like royalties or anything that comes after, is gravy. Yeah, it's complete gravy. You don't rely on gravy. 
you don't live on gravy. So well, as far as you're I'm, Canadian and poutine, maybe. So I, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, that's, that's fine. You know, they're, they're sitting on like two, th- two books in a novella, I think. Yeah. Something like and that. And that's, you know, whatever it'll come out when it comes out. I got paid. It, my, my part of the job is done. Yes. Uh, but because of that, I do not have the income, whereas self-pub is very nice because I get a nice check, you know, from Amazon pretty much, or, you know, PayPal deposit from Amazon and draft a digital every month. And that's the only thing that makes it really viable. Mm-hmm. The uh, And yes, Amazon is scary and they could turn on me at any moment and I would be up a shit creek without a paddle and every author knows it. Uh, we know that that the big river is not our friend, but but the check's clear. But the check's clear, and it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so this is the kind of thing you have to figure out when you're a writer who is kind of a hybrid author, because publishers don't necessarily want a book to. I couldn't release a book simultaneous with. Right. Uh, a traditionally published one of mine because they'd step on each other and cannibalize each other's sales mm-hmm. is the thinking. Me, if I read a book by an author I like, I go buy five more of them. So yeah. oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that happens as much. But nevertheless, uh, I am not the one making the decision. So therefore, in every book contract, there is essentially a clause that is you will not release uh, until... Uh, you know, within X amount of one of our releases. And we, you know, have that all nailed down. This publisher, uh, uh, I mean, I can say it's Tor, I guess. Tor has been super... Oh, yeah, it's been announced. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tor has been super great about it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's like, okay, we, we will write into the clause exactly, you know, the series name so that it is completely exempt from all of these things, and, right, et cetera, right. et cetera. And... Uh, fabulous but uh i still have to like and you know it's a very short window as publishers go but i still have to figure out where the book goes and i have to have a book ready for that slot oh yeah yeah so otherwise i am looking at what amounts to a year of no immediate money releases so no i mean i this is why the when you get the big advance, you sh- sock it immediately into savings and pray, mm-hmm. you know, because you will. That is the only money you will see for a long time. So, yeah, so. yeah it's uh, feast or famine, you know. Like, wasn't it just? Was I complaining that I was out of contracts a while ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anyone sees past me who was complaining about that, could you curb stomper? <laughs> Bitch has it coming. So, yeah. We should do a letter show. We should do a letter show. So, we're going to take a break. I'm going to walk the dog. We'll have that for you right after this.
are back, and I have Shaw or Hobbs, who is being very busy, and so now he's getting belly rubs, which he's not sure he wants, but that's that's how it is, right? After oh, you have knocked oh. something off the table fifty million times, you you will be swaddled until you are clearly annoyed. And yeah, and he was annoyed. Oh, and his uh, Shaw is busy attacking the one cat toy we have in the kitchen, so. Maybe they'll entertain each other. This is why you get two kittens. Yeah. So they entertain each other. I'm told this is also why you have two children close together, but uh, that one's outside my pay grade. Yeah, sort of. Maybe. No. Did it work? Um, To some degree. To some degree. Uh, that wasn't the planning around it. That wasn't why we had two kids the distance apart we did. But, um, you know, I'm glad we did. Yes. Yes. So. They're fine. Yes. We have letters. No vampire there. No vampire there. Uh, our first letter is from Frank. And Frank would like to say, will you all stop talking about how predictive a wizard's guide to defense of baking has been? Don't trust the cops. Okay, sourdough starter will save us. Cute. But you're ignoring the part where the instigator of a failed coup attempt is escorted to the city gates, exiled, and returns at the head of a feral mercenary army. Stop already. You're terrifying me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I have no reason to believe that will <laughs> happen more than it did. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, On to the next letter. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, hmm, yes, indeed. Yeah. Why couldn't I just have predicted, like, radar or sonar or hyperspace or something like real science fiction authors. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so Smurgle wrote in. Hi, Smurgle. Yeah, I am just finishing up the current letters episode and have a couple of suggestions. To separate work, school, and home on a single computer is simple in the Windows operating system. It allows you to have multiple users on the same hardware with a different login for each one. They can even be set up with administration rights if necessary. Programs installed on the computer can be shared or each user can have their own. It's easy to find in the control panel. I'm not sure if Macs have this feature, but I'm guessing they do. They do. Oh, so you could just be like, there's WorkMe who is a user, and then you could log out WorkMe, and yep. HomeMe could use and have different stuff. Yep. That's actually a surprisingly brilliant idea. Yeah. I mean, not surprisingly brilliant, because we know Smurgle is brilliant, but, uh, you know, just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on permanent marker removal, hand sanitizer is a bit of overkill. Regular denatured or rubbing alcohol will work just as well. Yeah, but we all have hand sanitizer right now. Yeah, true. Um, that's about it, except to say that while I'm still playing two dots, it is not as often as when I started as of today, uh, January 15th. My current reading is Summer in Orcus. Right now the days drag, but the weeks fly by. I have retired into strange times. Yeah. 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 Um... From Amber Gale, uh, in terms of working from home or not, I think there's also a mental well-being factor that hasn't been entirely been discussed. For me, my home needs to feel safe, secure, and as stress-free as possible, or spite from the rest of the world as much as possible. I want to be working out of the house when it is safe to do so again, because once work is in my home, then there's no escape from it. That is totally fair. Yeah, I need very clear, solid boundaries, and they have to be no closer than the front door if I want to stay well. While many people do fine with a technological separation or a smaller physical separation, for me, and I suspect many others, it breaks the safety zone of the home. 
When I was working in youth care, I found I needed to set a boundary with not checking work emails from home. I can't imagine how it is having to handle the entirety of a job from home, not just emails. While many people will figure out the separation within the home, whether it is location in the house or time of day or browser, and they will manage to grit their teeth and get through it for now, I think quite a few people will need more clear division uh, there again when this is over. I know I definitely do. Uh, and this is not uncommon. I know a lot of writers who uh, who rent a spot in a co-working space or rent an office. Or oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, many friends of mine are like, yeah. I, if I try to work at home, uh, then I'm at home. And this seems to be very common, uh, particularly with women who, even when you have a nice spouse, you are frequently um, uh, the the burden of being caregiver and fixer of everything mm-hmm. does fall disproportionately on women yes, and yes. uh so if you're home you know the kids are going to run in and be like i need the thing and you're like okay i'm working and or a uh, friend of mine whose husband is retired she's like i love him but he does not appreciate that i am at work so mm-hmm. I rented an office and I go to the office and yeah. And um, we have at least here, we have a pretty clear separation of this room is my office and recording studio. Yes. And right? st- I am still annoying and barge in sometimes. And I'm like, you have to either look at this cat video or open this jar or yeah, you but, have 15 minutes to lift a heavy object. Right. But it's not, at the same level of if I was at the kitchen table and right. since I'm in a major public space, then I am obviously open to interruption. Yes. Um, it's why I think I notice you tend to do, you've been doing a lot more writing in the bedroom. I have partly it's because my back. Yeah. Let's be honest. You know, it's, uh, I, uh, the pillow mountain and the heating pad help. Uh, yeah, there is some of that, but, uh, I I don't know. It's I want to say it's not that it's different for me, but I'm so used to working in a coffee shop right. that I'm pretty good at zoning people out. Um, occasionally, <laughs> if somebody really wants to talk to me, I will be like, I have to write this book now. But uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, there was a follow-up from Amber Gale saying, oh, hey, I just realized I think we have the same birthday. Uh, I will confirm that. We do indeed have the same birthday. So, uh, Amber Gale, myself, Tango, uh, there was somebody else. Um, Go you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Cool Um, people born on that day. Yes. Uh, from Sarah, uh, it seems like a million years. You don't need to stand on my foot. (laughs) It seems like a million years since I was on the show, even though it's been less than one. I'm super behind on the archives. Thanks to all of the everything. Oh no, it's fine. Yeah. As if the world literally being on fire wasn't enough, I've been dealing with separation and divorce. Oh, figuring out how to co-parent and also virtual school for four kids while entertaining a toddler. Oh, Jesus Murphy. My fledgling productivity has died and been reborn so many times it might as well be a phoenix. You know what? That's fine. Uh, Dude, homeschooling four kids, doing productivity, and a separation and divorce, like, those are our full-time jobs right there. Like, each one yeah. of those is a full thing. Yeah. Doing all of them simultaneously, that is that is as much productivity as any human anywhere yeah. could ever be expected to deal with. Like, yes. So, uh, 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 wow. Yeah. 
Uh, but one of my coping mechanisms during this time, aside from reading and rereading Ursula's Paladin books, Aww. has been binging my way through the Hidden Almanac archives. I just got to the end on Sunday, and I'm still emotional. There were some days when I would sit in my car until the end of an episode just so I could hear Reverend Mord say, I'm going to do the voice, folks. Here's okay. your warning. Be safe. And remember, you are not alone. <clears throat> I want to thank both of you for creating art that feeds my soul and reminding me that sometimes staying alive is enough. I'm trying to leverage my shiny new ADHD diagnosis. Thanks to Ursula for being so open about her journey. It was one of the things that finally pushed me over the edge to get tested. Hot damn. I am so glad yes. that, that it worked out for yes. you. Into finding a medication that works for me. And I have an undated clever Fox planner so that I can pick up after missed days without beating myself up. Good call. God, yeah. Uh, one of the things that has been helping me during this time is graphic design. When I can't make words go, it's a creative outlet that makes me feel I've accomplished something. I made one for the Hidden Almanac that I'm attaching and will also share on Twitter. And I wanted to share it with uh, you as a small thank you. Sending you all the best and so many thanks for everything. Following Ursula back on Elfwood and into today is one of the best decisions I ever made. Oh, God, Elfwood. So yes. long ago. Yeah. I will. I will post this art to uh, Productivity Alchemy oh, awesome. and to the Hidden Almanac. We, we don't do updates there very much, but, you know, I, I have no problems sneaking something in. Thank you so much for the Yeah, uh, awesome. and you saw it on Twitter. We were very excited when it came out. Oh, is it you the know? one with the flowers? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. It was very cool. Yes. Um, from Cavi Herd. Yes. Um, from Cavi Herd. Uh, another item for your pre-1492 indigenous political structure list. I recently ran across a brand new YouTube channel, Twin Rabbit, which comes at it from the native side. Um, and I'll, I'll have a link. Yeah. Uh, in particular, Stolen Archery, playing Indian and the roots of collectivism. Uh, fascinating stuff. I am really excited to cool. see that one because that, that's going to be really cool. Um, I am always up mm -hmm. for learning more about that. Yeah, well. Yes. Um, from Kevin. Not me. Different Kevin. Um, Wait, I hear frogs. Do you hear frogs? I think you're hallucinating frogs. Damn it. You can go out and check when we're done with this segment. It's fine. Um, a quick note on the discussion in episode 182 about maintaining separate work and home environments if you can't afford two computer setups. Um, oh, it's multiple user accounts. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. All of you people are solving this problem that we, you know, are, we're just clearly not savvy right. enough to think of. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about it because I'm so used to single person, single machine. Um, okay. Uh, from Ariadne. Um, thank you for emphasizing that just because the tiger is out of the room doesn't mean your brain chemistry recovers and that it's okay if you're not feeling relief. Woo! We have a president who does not want me dead, but my body and brain are currently firmly in, oh, hell no. If we relax, that's when the tiger gets you. Just yep. because I can't see the tiger doesn't mean it's not there mode. Yep. Um, I have complex PTSD from childhood stuff, and I'm finding that dealing with a lot of this is remarkably similar. It would not surprise me. Yep. There are uh, a lot of my friends who have uh, PTSD have expressed uh one of two things either oh goody this can go on top of the existing because this is definitely ptsd-ish right. or uh a couple of them have been like 
have handled this all beautifully because they're like, oh no, I've been down this road before. I already have all the coping mechanisms. Yeah. So uh, you know. that's actually what I was going to say. It's an annoying fact that the more shit you survive, the more you learn your own patterns of how to deal with processing it. So you can be to you can totally be having a panic attack or other big dramatic mental health things, and part of you is just watching entirely, going, "Oh, for fuck's sake, this again." Yeah. Okay, then fine, I'll deal with it, but I'll complain the whole way there. When I uh, needed to go back on the anti-anxiety meds because I had, I believe, uh, Hound had tried to dig a hole under the fence, and I had just burst into hysterical tears. Oh yeah. Could not function, and I was like, "Well." I recognize this. This is not okay. Let's go get on to the meds again because this is obviously a thing now. And, yes. uh, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to be moving out of state at the end of February on very short notice. The election and ensuing fallout kicked my we don't like each other, but we barely interact, and this is tolerable until the pandemic makes moving safer situation with my awful Republican roommate over into hell no. Oh, this is now an actual safety concern, so I'm going to be moving in with a friend. I'm hoping that the change of scenery will help trick my brain into going, hey, it's safe now. This is clearly a different place than the place that had tigers. It's okay to go into recovery mode. I really hope it works, yes. and even if it doesn't and you're still stressed out, at least you will not be in that house with someone who is a danger to hopefully not your physical safety, but certainly a stressor. Yes. I hope you both and everyone in the Wombat House expanded universe, regardless of species, <laughs> are well, and I'm truly looking forward to Paladin's strength. Depending on when it comes out, it'll be either, okay, I can take a break from packing, or fuck yeah, I survived, I get to read a fluffy romance. Woohoo! So many dead bodies in that fluffy it's romance. It's really long. I apologize to everyone. I didn't realize until I was copy editing. It's like 140,000 words. It's long. It didn't feel long when I was reading it. Okay, yeah, it's, it's it, the it, longest it, thing it, I've written. It moves. It moves. Um, okay, from Christina. Uh, I've been following both of you on Twitter for a while, and when I found out through a random tweet by Kevin that you two run a podcast about productivity... Uh, okay, that has to rest for 10 minutes. Let me set a timer. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, you you may need to go poke the thing. It'll so. stop. There, it stopped on its own. Oh, okay. No, no. Where's the... Oh. Um, Y'all, I apologize for this. Hey, Siri, set timer for 10 minutes. I love that. I'm, we're really sorry if that set off your personal uh, yeah. device. Device. Um, uh, okay, where was I? I found through a random tweet by Kevin that you two run a podcast about productivity. It seemed like a perfect omen for 2021. Late last year, I had been diagnosed with ADHD and anxiety, and I was looking for ways to improve my focus and deal with my mental health issues. Your podcast has helped, but not in the way I expected. I went in awaiting somewhat dry series of tips and strategies, <laughs> but your show is so, well, human that it helped give me something else I really needed, a laugh and a sense of communion. Yay! Most of all, though, listening to your guests has helped me understand that my current work setup, spreadsheets, to-do lists, and flagging important emails in my inbox, isn't wrong. No two of your guests organize their workflows the same way. Seeing that variety of styles has been helpful in accepting that my own style, while maybe not the most optimized, is functional. If it if it works, then it, great. Yeah. You know, uh, we we are delighted if if any tips that we come up with, or more realistically, Kevin's guests come up with, <laughs> since you've heard all our crap already, yeah. uh, help um, you optimize it 
and make it better. But if it's working for you, uh, you are not doing it wrong. Yeah. Uh, I also greatly appreciate your care towards content notes, the way both of you talk about your mental health issues, and the way that you let your cats, dogs, and chickens occasionally take the spotlight. <laughs> I've been listening to your episodes in no particular order, but one recent highlight was your interview with Marguerite Kenner and Alastair Stewart, where you had to dart off mic for a moment and Marguerite tried to coax the kittens towards the recording screen while you were away. You kept that unscripted moment in and bless you for it. Productivity Alchemy is easily the best new podcast I've found in months. Thank Yay. you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Christina, for writing in. You you flatter and delight me. Um, we, we are so glad that yeah. we can help, even if it's to come to an epiphany, that you don't need that much help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it's cute that you think we let the animals take the spotlight. They tear it from us and, yeah. you know, yes. I mean, I have a cat sitting on my desk with her head resting on my hand so that I can rub her under her chin and her eyes are closed and she is just purring ridiculously. So, yeah. Did you put the chickens away already? Oh, yeah, hours ago. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, from Tango, uh, I just wanted to let Terry know he was an absolute joy to listen to and hope to pay him and Third Coast Comics a visit when I'm next in Chicago. Uh, I think we're. I think Tango and I will be in Chicago at the same time. I think the way things are working out right now, and I certainly plan on visiting Terry. Terry was just fantastic to talk to. Um, and then from Catherine, um, I laughed out loud a lot in the car at Ursula's comment about being an orcish something, and I really needed that laugh today, so thank you. <laughs> if, if you missed it, it was a meme that was like, is this your girl? Is your girlfriend or an orcish... Uh, uh, siege engine and yeah uh it was grand versus girlfriend that was a girlfriend or grand and which is an orcish siege engine and um, yes i believe uh according to this meme i am much more likely to be the orcish siege engine as i do not require that much time to get ready and if kevin ever needed an encouraging chant of grand 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 i would you would yes you absolutely would it's never come up yeah. So uh, many thanks to Catherine Tango, Christina, um, Ariadne, uh, Kevin, Cavi, Sarah, Amber Gale, Smurgle, and Frank for writing in. Woo! Um, as a reminder, you can use the comment form on the website. You can email me directly, uh, Kevin at sunny dot com, uh, and we are always delighted to get your letters. There was one that I did not read on air, which was, "Hey, have you seen the F and Birds Planner?" Which I bought Ursula as a gift. <laughs> so, because it's just wonderful. It's, it's yeah, it's pretty. It's awesome. delightful. And that's it for letters. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, hopefully, and eat dinner. We'll come back after after food. Uh, to wrap things up, and we'll do that right after this. And we are 
I want to thank everybody who wrote in. Uh, it's always great to hear from you. And you can uh, write in at any time using the contact page at uh, productivityalchemy.com or emailing me directly or just comment on a on a, an episode. I, you know, I get those too by mail. So, hey, there's He does that. love reading them. Sometimes he reads them out loud to me when he is particularly touched. Yes, yes. Um, our word for this week or our badge code for this week, which you can also find on productivityalchemy.com, is book talk. All one word, book talk. Since I nattered on about book problems earlier. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you can find out about badges and more at the website, and you can claim them, and you can find out how to share them and stuff like that. You can also find ways to support us, which, honestly, send us letters, tell your friends. Uh, if you wanted to give us money, the links would be there. But as we have been saying for quite a while recently, we don't need it. We're doing fine. Other people need it. So give money to them instead. Food bank, whatever. Yes. Uh, and uh, our charity this week that we suggest since oh, yeah. Pound tried to climb in my lap <laughs> is, in fact, Farm Friends Rescue. And that is... Uh, let's see, farmfriendsrescue.org, mm -hmm. and you can donate via PayPal or whatever to them. They also, like, uh, they have an Amazon wish list, and what they really need is puppy food, mostly. Oh. Um, but uh, they are the rescue organization that we got both of our hounds from. Mm -hmm. They're lovely people, and our hounds are truly marvelous. They uh, rescue farm animals, basically. So yep. dogs and cats, obviously, are a lot of it, but oh, they yeah, also yeah. do... You know, goats, uh, pigs, horses, stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, our dogs were washed out hunting dogs. Yes. Uh, hound in particular. Hound was <laughs> hound was easy to place. Hound would be great with anyone, pretty much. Ernie was hard. And she climbed in my lap. All the other dogs were like, and she's like, nope, you're mine now. Yes. Uh, hound, hound knew how to make friends. Uh, Ernie was with them for a while. Ernie was not what you would call a uh, promising case. What with the brain damage and all, and yeah, they, yeah. They paid for his surgery. They nursed him back to health. Uh, everything, and you know, he came to us as a sad, worried but good dog. Uh, not as a complete falling apart mess and that is entirely due to them taking oh, yeah. such good care oh, of him yeah. and i uh, i will say he is generally happy he just has resting sad face he has total resting tragedy face yeah. yes uh common affliction among hounds honestly yeah also uh because his tail was broken at some point um he doesn't always wag it uh <sighs> like high up or anything like you know, it's always lo held low and wagged, which always looks kind of submissive and worried, but it's just that he can't lift his tail. And I don't think he can feel it either, the way he just lets it bang into, like, the door or the dresser. Oh, yeah, when or... he start gets on a wag, it just thwack, 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 yeah, thwack. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... We're like, buddy, yeah. no, you're, you're, you're going to bruise your tail. But we love them, and we really do... Uh, want to support farm friends because they yes. have just been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I, I love them to pieces. I They would be my first stop if I wanted another dog, which after these two go, I think we, we have broken the mold. and uh, I think we're, we're taking a break at least. Yes. So. We have so many chickens to deal with. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, farmfriendsrescue.org. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, they're great people. Yes, they Give are. Them some dog food. Yeah, please, please do. Uh, and that's it for this week. I want to thank everybody who wrote in. I want to thank everybody who listens. Um, share it with your friends if you think they would be entertained or would help or whatever. I've got a whole bunch of great interviews coming up in the next two months. Uh, I hope you will not be disappointed. Uh, I'm really excited. And we'll have the first of those for you next week. And until then, it is almost spring, so it is possibly a lot easier to uh, stay productive. And remember, sometimes just getting up and scooping the litter box and making coffee is productivity, and that's okay. Truth. So much truth. <laughs>